All right, man. I'm back again. Another week, episode twenty-five. It is. It is the beginning of June. I don't even know where. I don't even know where the winter went. It was long, but uh, just kind of sitting here in the morning, sun peeking over the horizon. Just amazing. I'm back, back in Colorado. Uh, had a long week. Had a, had a great visit with uh, my kids in Virginia, man. And they're just growing so fast and doing cool stuff. And every time I see them, I notice something different about them. Whether it's I'm noticing better or they're just changing so quick. And um, super, super cool. I just love sharing time with them and sharing uh, people that I care about, you know. I uh, went there. And, uh, well, my oldest daughter lives there. I'm going to college too. So I've got three kids there and, um, I always, I always text her to try to get her to, to meet us up. It's just busy, you know, and I find myself getting frustrated with that every now and then, but I also think about it. I'm super busy and just a ton of competing interests. So I try to make it that I just let her know, Hey, this is where I'm going to be. Um, if it fits in your schedule, you know, support, because I don't, she doesn't need another person pressuring her, you know, or another interest, or another have to do, so, I just let her do her thing, hopefully she, she chooses to, uh, put us up at the top one of these times, but, um, my youngest two, you know, I grab them, grab them on Friday, and we just figure out what we're gonna do, kind of in the moment, usually revolves around some lacrosse practice, and then, um, we just try to figure it out. So it's hard because I don't get to spend, I don't get to use the kid's house. So we're just in the truck and on the road. And it seems like our visits always revolve around when our next meal is going to (laughs) be and what, what errands or chores we have to do. But every now and then we figure something out. But anyways, what I, what I like to do most is, uh, share them with, um, people, that I care about, respect tremendously, and just introduce them, because they don't get introduced to people like that, um, otherwise, or that's not fair to say, they get introduced to their people that they get introduced to by their mother, um, their, her lifestyle much different than mine, so I get to expose them to a different collection of types, a different collection, a different type of collection of people, and so... We went and we always visit Chris and Andrea Smith, man. They're just amazing human beings. They just reopened their coffee shop, which is nice. I went there to see that grand opening. And then Senior Chief Davis cruised up to Annapolis to drop off some stainless steel to him and just spend a few minutes up there. It's exciting. And they love, they love meeting these people and hanging out, you know. And they got to meet Secret Steve again. And then uh, Herman... So just just an amazing group of dudes and uh and wives and stuff. So anyways, I don't know why I'm rambling babbling about that, but um that's what I do. And I so I spent the weekend there and then I moved the boat from uh DC down to Deltaville, just outside of Norfolk. And uh it's a long, long boat ride, man, down the Potomac. Potomac's a huge river. And then out in the Chesapeake Bay, so I ended up doing it so low, which, you know, I wasn't, I don't get excited about, but I do get excited about it. It's weird. 
and I mean you're you're on the boat for 20 hours of engine time so depending if you you know throttle down a little bit takes a little longer or you anchor or you just rest or do whatever you do I mean it could take anywhere from two days depending on how much you want to motor so but um yeah I finally got it down there but anyways like so you spend a lot of time I was alone just spent a lot of time absorbed in your own thoughts and this time I tried to um I, my intent was to keep track of where my thoughts went while I was down there because you know I don't I didn't have a radio didn't bring my headphones I just the sound of the engine you know, absorbing absorbing the water you know and uh, your head just wanders places and uh it couldn't so I had a big there was a couple of storms and then I had some boat trouble so I mean I was my head didn't have a real chance to wander like I thought it was gonna but the one place that it wandered a lot and uh I was texting Nicole back and forth was um just because we're so far we're always apart man and a couple comments have been made recently I try to I try to recognize the signs I believe in the gods, I believe in signs, and you just need to recognize them. And whether they're really signs or not, and you're just putting shit together to put shit together, or they're genuine signs, um, I believe that they're signs. So I've been asked a handful of times by different people, like, how do you guys do it? How do you guys spend so much time apart? Like, isn't that hard? And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's hard. It sucks. You know, she's traveling, I'm traveling. Uh, inevitably we were, were missing each other by half a day or a day in and out of Denver or at home. And I think we'll be apart for like three weeks this next stretch. And then we'll be together for a little while. And so, and then it'll, who knows, who knows what's going to happen. You know, there's very little long range, um, calendar planning for us, but we make it work. But I mean, anyways, and fielding the questions like, how do you do it? Like, what do you do? And I started wrestling with that. Like, yeah, well, what what do we do? How do we do it? How's it working out? And so I figured I'd just try to babble my thoughts out loud since they were just in my head when I was by myself on the boat. But um, I don't know. Maybe you know when if you when you spend so much time with somebody. Now, this is weird, right? Like, because if you really love them, you enjoy spending the time with them. And I'm not saying that I don't love this, but certain things start to wear on you about the other person, right? Or it's just like, hey, I need a break. I need some space. Well, we get so much space that there seems like there's always a longing to be together, vice the other way around, right? A longing for space. So, I mean, that's a positive where we're just excited to see each other. And what's weird is we usually... We usually get weird when we first we first re um, get reacquainted again after being away for like two weeks, three weeks. You know, both of us are so excited to share with the other person, and it's like nobody's listening or whatever. So like, it's the first day back. It's kind of hard at times. Not not out of anything bad, just but um, and then you just sort of slow down and you you relax and you take a day to really just try to do nothing. Now she works she works a ton so she doesn't really get to take a day I, I can take a day <laughs> sometimes I take two but um and just invest in each other a little bit you know cook together or just sit on the front porch together 
just do something where you're just sharing time. Go out to eat together, play with the dogs, you know, something like that. Just to just to be near each other again and feel that that energy. You know, um, but other than that, man, there's really nothing nothing we do special to to manage it, which is weird, which I'm makes me sad, you know, because. We text each other a lot, like, yeah, I miss you, yeah, I miss you too. And you feel that, right? Like, man, I've been gone away for five days, and I know I've got three times as many of that left, and I already kind of ache. Like, my body just sort of has, like, this ache. Like, I miss you, man. Like, I just want to be around you. I, I, I get frustrated when I'm near you, and you're in your office for 12 hours, and you're working so hard, and all I want to do is, like, hang out. But even that is so much better than being away. Like just being in the same house or in the same property or in the proximity of each other. It's so much better than being apart. And um, anyway, so, you know, he texts these texts, little lovey-lovey texts and stuff like that. It's cool. Yeah, but then even doing that, there's cool because there's connection. You know, with FaceTime, a phone call, text message, whatever. But um, when that's over, you've feel really good and then all of a sudden there's a, a dip and it's just like oh man I miss her even more now like what am I doing like why am I doing this thing right now I'd rather be home I'm not going to see you I could have done moved the boat a week ago or two weeks from now or whatever and uh and I, my head I just started thinking like how come is it that when you're apart you appreciate and respect the time that you're together so much more and then I feel like a bad person because then when I'm together, like, you just sort of take it for granted how good you feel. You take it for granted that, oh, well, we're together and you don't really extra appreciate the time that you're sharing, the space that you're sharing. And that's not to say that there, there's it's absent of any, but just generally it's like the majority is, is absent, right? Like, I mean, we still say, hey, I love you, or we still you know, take a couple minutes to do this or that, and it's it's nice, you know, a little snuggle here or there, but um, for the most part, it's when you're apart, you long and you miss and you ache for that which you love the most, and then when you're together with what you love the most, while it might be satisfying, it's sort of a under the surface, not aware, like not in your face, as strong as the same energy of longing when you're away. Does that make that makes sense? It makes sense in my head. Um, and I want to fix that, man. I need to fix that. Just because why? It feels like you're weighing yourself then. Even though you're not aware of, of how awesome it is, you're still benefiting from it when you're together, right? But like, I want to, I want to rebalance the, the awareness, the respect, the appreciation, you know, of being in the moment. I mean, cause I do that when I'm in the woods and I'm hunting and I'm out there and I'm just like, Oh, I love this man. I'm soaking up the beauty and I'm doing it. And then when I'm not hunting, Oh, I can't wait to get hunting. And I can't wait to get outside. I can't wait to just be in the woods and smell the air and be with the animals and wood of nature and all that. But for some reason in my relationship, um, my relationship with my partner, it's, it's not like that. Like with my kids, it's like that. All of them, all three of them. Like when I'm not with them, I'm thinking about them all the time. I'm wishing I was there, miss them. 
And then when I'm with them, I'm just so happy to be with them. And I think about how happy I am and I enjoy every moment that I'm together with them. But for some reason in my relationship with my significant other, I don't know what it is. Is it, a fun, is it just natural? Like, that's what she said. Because we were texting about this a little bit. And she's like, it's just natural, you know. Don't worry. We just make the most of it. And I'm like, yeah, there's probably a a piece to that, that it's natural that it's that way. The ones that you love the most, you spend the most time with, your partners, husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. Moms, dads, for, for people that are living at home, you just start to take it for granted. And I don't... Hey, like, is it natural? Like, and if it is, like, why does it have to be? Right? Like, that's my question. That's my question response. Like, oh, well, it's just natural that it's this way. Well, then my am I... Why does it have to be? Who's to say that that's natural or that's normal? Because I'm saying bullshit. I'm saying I can fix it. I can. There's things that I can do. I can be try to try to be be aware of it, and then correct that. And I think I would end up living an even more I mean, satisfying life if you're aware of the things that are adding value to your life, being together. But you're. Wait a minute. Start that over. So like, if you're not aware of it and that but you're still benefiting from the value of being together that's good like you're benefiting but man imagine if you are aware of it and you're active in appreciating it and you're receiving the benefit of it it's it's got to be it's got to be magnified right the, the, and i think the times that you are aware the, the the few times when we're together that we're aware of how awesome it is to be together i can think of those i can see them in my head i can visualize them i can feel them i'm like yeah you know what like those are those are absolutely better it's magnified when I'm aware of it and um wow like I want to do that I want to I want to figure out how I can be more aware and appreciative and you know what like I can do a quick google search and I bet you there's thousands of different people with millions of different ideas of how to do that I bet you you go to the bookstore and the self-help and relationship section and you know how to value and appreciate the time with loved ones but I, you know that's, that's all I need to do there's no reason for me to you know try to think I don't have to reinvent the wheel but I'm glad I'm having this this aware it's not an epiphany but I'm glad I'm having this um this thought pattern right now or this last yesterday two days ago when I was on a boat you know, it's like, yeah, what am I doing right now? Do I love what I'm doing? Yeah, but man, I love that much, so much more. Uh, yeah. And then anyways, so I don't have to keep beating that up right now. I just need to let that sit. But I get to the boatyard. I finally get to my destination, Deltaville Boatyard, man. And it's like, oh my God, I'm so happy to be back. Because I, I took the boat up to um the Potomac just outside of Alexandria to be closer to the kids because I had this big plan that, okay, my daughter's headed out there, my oldest one, my two youngest ones live there. I fly out every month, sometimes more, to see and visit with the kids. And um, I'll just, I'll save some money by not staying in a hotel. I'll stay in the, on the boat because it's a nice boat. Um, needs a little bit more work. but uh, And then I'll, I'll be able to enjoy the boat and the kids and I'll be able to share my enjoyment of the boat with the kids because that's what we try to do right we try to share with our loved ones the things that we enjoy and i ideally they enjoy what we enjoy and then we end up spending time being in in total bliss right well 
it just didn't work out the way it was planned. And um, it was a good idea. Just didn't push it, push it to work. Didn't feel right. So it was up there for a little over a year and a half, about a year and a half. And I motored her back down to Deltaville. And man, when I got back down there, I was just like, I am home. I should never have left. Like, what was I thinking? I didn't, I mean, I, and, and I appreciated Deltaville. Um, Deltaville Boatyard specifically, um, you know, Keith Roos and Jackie and his family and, and the whole community there at the boatyard. I mean, it's a boatyard marina. It's boss. And it's out in the middle of nowhere, really. And um, quiet, peaceful, beautiful. And uh, it's like, yeah, I, and, and the funny thing is, is I did appreciate it there when I was there. But I had another idea. Oh, I'm going to go do this. This can be cool. And I I built an expectation up. Oh, there, there, there we go. There's the thing. There's the common thing between pretty much everything that's wrong in my life is my expectations. Um, that I've got an opportunity to be a really nice marina up, up in uh, on Aquan where I was where I was harbored up in the Potomac and a lot of potential. Got a big idea and a big plan and. I just traded, you know, grass, it's, grass is greener, right? Like, oh, I got a grass is greener up there. Or at least it's as green. Potentially, I'd make it greener. But um, anyways, I was even aware of how good it was down in Deltaville. And I, I moved. I always knew it was a temporary move. But um, the feeling I got when I pulled back in and landed, and it's like, Keith is there, big hug. Everybody's, oh, my God, Dosh, you're back. Oh, wow, the boat looks great. You know, it's just like, wow. And, I mean, of course, yeah, I mean, you couldn't have wrote it better, written it better, wrote it better, whatever. Um, spring, beautiful day, 65, 70 degrees, sun out, ducks, osprey, all cruising around, grass is super green, all the, it couldn't have been a better, you know, weekend to, to land it back there. Not even weekend, it was uh, Tuesday, but a Wednesday, no, no, Monday. Um, and I was just like, wow, man, I didn't realize it's so, I'm overwhelmed right now with happiness to be back. Why couldn't I have remembered the future? I say that a lot too, right? Why couldn't I have remembered that before <laughs> and not a left, you know, instead of trying to trade the grass from one pasture to the other? Oh, well, but it's going to be back there, man. And, uh, so it's, it's like, Hey, all these signs, people asking me these questions, me experiencing it, me having a conversation with Nicole, all these things this week, um, probably since Friday or so Thursday, Friday of last week, just been hitting me and I've been thinking about them a lot. And, um, so here's where I want to play it forward though. Here's where I want to play it forward. Cause I mean, that's easy. That's, that's, uh, that's just like undergraduate or let's get into the graduate thought process with this now. And it's like, okay, I'm so busy in my life. We're all so busy in our lives. We got all these things that we want to do. We like to do. We think about what'd be cool to do. Oh, I want to try this. I want to try that. Opportunities always flooding us and, you know, social media always, you know, inundating us with ideas and, you know, fantasies and dreams and, you know, possibilities it's, it's it's awesome it's an awesome time to live i can't stand it when people say yeah oh, it's the good old days like yeah okay good old days were good old days but man it is an awesome time to live right now with the with the technology we have and the opportunities that it's providing and man um but anyways i don't want to get off track with that uh and i keep thinking like well 
I got. I want to do all of these things. I got so many. I'm so busy. Why am I so busy? I'm physically so busy, but mentally and emotionally, I'm probably ten times as busy as I am physically. And why is that, man? Maybe it's being that busy that prevents me from taking the time to enjoy what I'm experiencing now, being present, you know, fully onboarding and investing myself in in the current instead of well, the current, the present. I mean, that's a weird word choice. Um, and so I started thinking, what if I, what if I thought about all of the things that here's, here's how I want to work it. Like if I think about all of the things that create the greatest longing in me when I'm not doing it with, with it, sharing it, experiencing it, what are those things? You know, and I can I can think of them really freaking quick. It's it's Nicole, it's my kids, uh, it's my my parents, it's a handful of my closest closest friends, um, it's hunting, hanging out with the dogs, um, in in fitness. And I mean, I, man, I sound kind of shallow, and I'm just pulling this out right now. Like I haven't, I'm, I'm just I'm just talking this out right now. I'm sure there's more, but. The point is, is the more I try to make it more to try to force it to be more robust because I feel like, oh, wow, I'm kind of whatever. No, there, there's got to be more. I'm a, I'm a bigger, better person than that. But don't fight it. It's like when you take that Simon Sinek, uh, what's your why test that says answer the question. Answer the, you take the survey to figure out what your why is and it says answer the questions. I use this in my head for everything now. Uh, well, not everything, but most everything. Uh, answer the questions how they are, not how you want them to be. It's like, whoa. So then it says, do you prefer A or B or C or whatever, whatever. And you want to say, well, uh, you know B is like you, but it's like you don't want to be you. You want to be something. So you answer it C, and then you're getting a false representation of who you are. You're getting the representation of who you want to be. And you're clearly fucking that up because you're not, you're answering the questions and then you're answering them how you want to be, but you're not that person. So you're doing something wrong because <laughs> you're not that person that you want to be. Otherwise you'd be answering the questions as you are, which would be the answers that you answered. You'd be, Oh my God, that made sense to me. But anyways, answer the questions, uh, how they are. It's like, well, what, what do you long? What do you long the most when you're not doing it? What do you long for the most? What brings you, uh, sadness or, you know, something when you're not doing it, experiencing it, sharing it, write those things down and then look and say, Hey, like what ones of those when I'm doing them? So we got a couple of things we can do now. Well, when I'm doing those things, I want to remember these and create a trigger for me to then go into mindfulness and appreciate when I'm doing them and see if my experience while I'm doing them is even enhanced even more than it already is because I already know I love doing them. You know, taking a moment to be mindful and appreciate and have gratitude for the moments you are together. And I have a suspicion, well, I'm going to go out and say it, that the, that the, those moments that you are doing what you want to be doing will be even more fulfilling when you're when you're aware of your appreciation for it. That's what I want to do. And, and then also, what about, why am I spending energy trying to do all of these other peripheral things, activities, 
that aren't on my core core list? Why do I constantly you take effort and spend energy and resources to try to create opportunities to go and do these other things? When, okay, then I'm going to be doing those. They're not on my super appreciation list. They're on my, my nice-to-have list or they're on my a mildly interesting list for some weird reason. And I, and I spend all this time and energy and resources to go do those things. And inevitably, while I'm doing those things, I'm having fun and it's an instant gratification or immediate or whatever. But it, and it's okay, too. Like, I think those are important, but they shouldn't be the majority of experiences that you're having. And then I would suspect that while you're doing those, even though you're having fun doing them, you might spend time thinking like, oh, wow, I really miss so-and-so, or oh, I really miss this, or oh, man, I wish I could be doing this instead. And I think that's a great way to um, clean up the clutter in your in your psychological closet, man. Right, those core, I'm doing that. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna try to shrink in my activities and interests and strengthen my activities and interests appropriately so that they're more aligned with the things that I long for most when I'm not doing and the things that I want to focus on appreciating more while I'm doing. But you have a be- uh, even, I mean, I have a great life, but I bet you it'll be even better. So I look at, I'll, I'll throw a name out there. I, I just, I, I like Andrew Charlesworth and I like watching what he's doing. He's just so happy about things. And really what I see him doing is hanging out with his wife a ton. I see him with his with chickens and dogs in his backyard, goats at one time, whatever, like and I see how happy he is. And I see him in the gym. Once in a while I'll see him doing some, some wakeboard and waveboard and whatever he does. And it's like, man, that dude there's no wonder why that guy is so freaking happy. I mean, that's his life. And somebody might critique it and say, oh, well, that seems boring. He's always doing the same thing. Well, who are you to judge? That, you know what You know what I see? I don't see boring. I see him exceptionally satisfied. That's what I see. I think it's cool. So I'm going to do that. I want to be more of that for me. I mean, because I do a ton of things. I'm always out there. I mean, that people would look at that and say, oh, wow, that's so like, oh, my God, you're everywhere. You're exciting. You're this, you're that. You have so much opportunity. Oh my God, for you. I'm like, yeah, man, it, it is. It's really cool. And I don't not respect that. Like, it's, it is cool. But then I think about what am I, what, at, at what expense? You know? And it's okay if it's a, if it's a, a, a dollar cost average expense, I suppose. And that's what you're interested in. But I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in investing in, exactly the things that give me the greatest you know intrinsic reward and and I mean it's it's right off the top of my head it's Nicole and my kids my family my puppies it's like wow well why am I not doing that why am I not doing that and at a minimum just recognize when you are doing it and just take a deep breath and not be thinking about what's next to do sit there and just enjoy what you're doing so, anyways, that's my, I, I spent my boat ride thinking about that a lot, and it was just reinforced, it's been reinforced in so many ways in the last few days, in weird, in weird different, you know, manners from different sources, it just made me say, hey, there's a sign, 
this is a sign. The world's trying to tell me something. Slow down. It's okay. Figure it out, or, or at least ponder it, and then you can potentially adjust it. And even if you only adjust it, I don't have to make drastic changes. I, I mean, just tiny, tiny little rudder steer. You know, and there's no need. A lot of people like to make drastic changes, and just a tiny little rudder steer, man. And it, which is funny because I was thinking about that um, overcorrecting when you're steering, when you're driving your boat, right? Much like life. So I had following seas, and um, they were, you know, because I was riding out a storm, and and they, um, even when the storm passed, I still had following seas, and, and was pushing me in the water, was moving faster than the boat. And so when you get overtaken by a wave, it wants to pull you one direction or the other. And then it takes you off your heading, so you try to steer to bring it back. And I just kept over All I'm doing is overcorrecting left and right and left and right and left and right. And I finally I said, hey, let me just sit and watch. Like, okay, so you get overtaken by a couple waves, and it pulls you left like four or five degrees. And then the next couple waves, it pulls you back on course to your four or five degrees. And the next couple waves, it pulls you back left four or five. I'm like, well, why don't I just ride this out? Just let it go. I mean, I'm within my five-degree window instead of trying to have to keep correcting. You know, I was even within, I even let it go for like 10 degrees. And I just sat back. And I enjoyed the ride so much more. You know? And it wasn't, I wasn't trying to hold a perfectly straight line. I just let it wander a little bit into it within acceptable ranges. And I got, is it the most efficient? I don't know, but it was more enjoyable. And then I think of people asking me, like, what's the what's the crooked butterfly thing? And I tell them about, you know, life isn't a straight line. It's beautiful and wonderful. It's crooked and goes in a weird direction, whatever, whatever. And I'm just like, wait, man, why, don't I, why don't I even listen to my own bullshit, man? Because if you're not listening to your own material, that's all it is, is bullshit. And if you live a life of consistency, you you speak and you do and you think and you feel along the same vein and so that was just really cool like I'm not going to go out and overcorrect anything I'm just going to take the little steps to appreciate more and just watch what happens just see what happens and I bet you shit just sorts itself out not shorts sorts but anyways um, those are my thoughts for this week guys and uh, man I'm so glad to be back in Deltaville had an amazing I got spring break or not I got summer break coming up with the, with my kids I'm so excited for that bringing them back to Colorado that's coming up in a couple of weeks but first I'm headed to uh, I'm headed to Hawaii to work with Kiala Foundation next week and it's going to be awesome those those young adults out there amazing man I'm, I'm actually a little bit anxious to uh, make sure I deliver what what they want need or expecting it's pretty awesome, but uh, so that's where I'll be. I'll probably have to record a podcast um, in a couple of days, so I can have it hung before I get out there. But uh, anyways, thanks guys. Um, hope all's well. I'm glad. Appreciate all the feedback from from individuals, people I don't know, people I do know. Um, a lot of positive stuff. A couple cool points for like, hey, think about this, think about that. Um, love it, man. It's that's the I mean, superficially, right? That's the fuel that keeps me going, just getting some of those feedback points and encouragement. Uh, thank you. All right, out here.